0: A podcast, did your radio show get cancelled?
1: Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. School myself made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury, An anomaly properties under
0: This week on the Pete the Planner show, we're talking about something special. Your money answering your questions. That's just what we do. We answer your financial questions. If you send us any other questions, will we answer them? Uh, I don't know. You take that into your own hands. You can contact us. You can get your questions read on the air, answered on the air, or in my USA Today column by emailing, uh, Nicole, what is the email address? Ask Ask Pete. Pete. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Let's get started. We've got three great questions today. And of course, biggest waste of money of the week coming up at the end of the show. Franklin, how are you today?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm I'm something. Oh. Uh, this first email is from a lady named Peyton. You know, here's what happened when Peyton Manning uh, was, uh, his popularity was happening. He, he spelled it P-A-Y and then he's a man type thing. Yes. And so, but then there are men and women named Peyton. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. I went to high school with a Peyton girl.
0: Girl. This is from Peyton, Pete, and crew. Hello, greetings, from an indie native currently living in Baltimore. Oh. Uh, love your podcast. They call it B-Town?
2: Do, we, do they really? I don't know. I don't know.
0: Uh, love your podcast. Thanks for teaching me to max out my 401K contributions and introducing me to Mr. Kinetic. For those that don't know, like, why would you not know this? No. Oh, I'm sad uh, the you don't know. The music on our podcast, which you can find at PeteThePlanner.com or wherever you get your podcast, It's called The Pete the Show is done by my good friends, uh, Mr. Kinetic and Rusty Redenbacher, and it is lovely, wonderful music, and I love it very much. Uh, I'm 26 and recently married. My husband and I, by the way, I am now reading the email again. If you're just tuning in, you're thinking, (laughs) what's happening here? I'm 26 and recently married. My husband and I received $10,000 in wedding gifts, cash. Nicole, when we got Mrs. Planner and I got married back in the year 2000, I think, man, you know I'm bad with time. Yeah. Uh, I think we got, I want to say like $1,300 in in the year 2000 dollars. You know what I mean?
2: In the year 2000 dollars?
0: The year 2000.
2: Yes, you got uh, $1,300.
0: 1300 bucks. And we were like, sweet, let's buy buy a bureau (laughs) chest of drawers.
2: You went crazy.
0: Right now we have separate bank accounts and split all shared expenses, rent, groceries, et cetera, right down the middle. We are planning to also split the wedding gifts in half and invest in our respective accounts, mutual funds, long term savings, etc. however, all caps, uh, we are considering opening a joint bank account. But why? Why? Have you ever seen that uh, little preacher video where the guy goes, why? No, I
2: haven't. Why? Let's
0: pull it up right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to pause the show. I mean, the show is still going on, but I'm going to... Uh, pull up this YouTube clip of a preacher saying "why" consistently. Here it is. Everybody, listen.
2: Why? Why? <laughs> why? why? Why?
0: Okay, and that's a, that part of the show is over. Okay, uh, but why? But why? But why? Uh, are there true advantages to opening a joint bank account for housing, shared gifts, earnings, or for paying our future shared expenses? I don't see why we would. What are your thoughts, or would you need additional info? Thank you Nicole I mean look this could be you at some point in time
2: I know I yeah it's just fancy you say that because you have an yeah. announcement no no okay not
0: yet. Um, by the way I'm not giving you ten thousand uh, dollars a cash gift for whenever that day comes wait really I'm just putting that out here now I don't want to be on the hook for it okay, you're uh, okay the hook. so h- here <laughs> I don't think married couples have to have joint checking- accounts I, no. I just don't same. Um, I don't think they even necessarily need joint savings accounts unless, unless they have joint financial goals, which that money goes toward, right? I I think in some respect, a joint savings account just makes a tremendous amount of sense. And since the money came in via the joining of two parties, your wedding, uh, I would actually consider that to go into a joint savings account, to split that money up. And by the way, I'm not calling anybody weird. That seems just unnecessarily strange to me. Does that seem strange to you, Nicole?
2: A little bit, yeah.
0: And it's not, but, but Peyton, we are not judging. We're not saying anything's bad. It's just like that seems, I see where you're going with this. Everything else is separate, so why wouldn't this be? You're just following protocol, right? right. I mean, yeah. that's that's the way you would would say that. But I think... We need to make sure that we're working together. Now, you're saying we are working together, but we're just doing it separately. I I don't disagree with that. And by the way, there is absolutely no financial advantage to having it in one account versus two, other than uh, if you have it in two, you increase the likelihood that one person goes astray in in terms of their financial decisions.
2: I like how you end up on a stray. A
0: stray? That's a good word. Um, So there's no financial benefit, in my opinion, to having a joint savings account with a significant other, whether you've been married at all, uh, just for a little bit, or married almost 20 years like Mrs. Planner and I. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't care about splitting expenses. Have at it. I don't care. Like Mrs. Player and I do it a little differently, though. We have two separate checking accounts. We each have access to the other person's who primarily manages the one. Uh, but we we don't split. It's not like she pays me fifty percent of the mortgage. I just pay the mortgage out of the one I primarily uses. Use. She pays for like trips to Target and stuff like that out of the account that she goes to. So we just sort of split up categories, not cut categories in half. Franklin, uh, in your situation. <laughs> It's a little different.
2: Right, a little.
0: Uh, a, a lot. Yes. Um, you're going 50 50 on categories, or do you split categories?
2: No, we go 50 50. Like, so for our housing, we split our mortgage and our HOA. Okay. And we split our food, yeah. all of the utilities. Um, it's funny, we, we're both still on our parents' um, cell phone. Okay. So that's separate, but.
0: Do you think they monitor your texts?
2: Uh, I hope not. Well, I bet they do. It get real weird.
0: Yeah, but let's say for a moment that your parents were monitoring your texts. They'd see all the strange gifts that I send you. Yes, <laughs> that'd be weird too. I, um, yeah, yeah. So I, okay. So here's my <laughs> advice, Peyton. My advice is feel free to do what you suggested. There's nothing wrong with it. I just think uh, you've just you're recently married. I think a good way to work together going forward is to have a joint savings account. Um, and I don't see the disadvantage of that. Right? Yeah. Right. Is that fair? Yes. But here's the reality. Um, there is not a single one way that works perfectly for everyone. You have to find what works for you. Uh, Peyton. Maybe you start with the 10 grand in your one account. And for some reason, I can't even think of you and Mr. Peyton say, eh, let's just split it up. Let's just split it uh, towards the things. But if you're going to put it towards like a down payment for a house or something like that, then I would think you'd want it in one, right? Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. That's, and here's the other thing uh, young couples have to figure out. You end up splitting financial duties as well. So Mrs. Planner and we've talked about this on the show before. Mrs. Planner physically pays the bills. Right. I mean, she doesn't like drive to places and hand them cash, but you know what I mean? She she pays the bills. Um, I deal with the investments, I deal with all the insurance. Um, that's about it, right? I mean, but th- that's a split of duties though, cuz there's those are the three main things. Who d- who d- handles the day-to-day operations of the household financially? That is Mrs. Planner. Uh, who deals with the investments for the household? That is Mr. Plana. Uh-huh. Uh, who deals with the insurance? And that is also me, uh, begrudgingly. But she pays the bills. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Is that fair? Is that yeah. good? Yeah. So if you're out there and you share finances with someone, just have a strategy. Don't don't let the default be always oh, the way we do it. You have to have a strategy. I think joint savings builds trust. Uh, Uh, Separate checking is perfectly fine. I used to feel differently, as you've heard me say on the show. I used to say stupid things like, if you don't trust your spouse with money, you don't trust your spouse. And I would say it in that voice. And it was cute. And it it made for good uh, tweets and whatnot. But I just disagree with that assertion now. I think uh, every working adult can have their own account as long as uh, there are joint financial goals. Because sometimes people go astray. (laughs) Wait, hold on now. They go astray. I don't How do I do it? Anyway. Astray? They go astray when uh, there are separate <laughs> goals and separate accounts. Coming up after the break, more of your financial questions by emailing askpete at petetheplaner.com I'm Pete the Planner. This is my show.
1: the question the right of any man the voice his opinion is strong yeah, against yeah. any can but then again many men are citizens of their own little world so they ain't really fitting it i'm in the background blending it camouflaged by the scenery but i'm
0: back on the pete the planner man. show here on uh whatever you're listening to um i'm pete the planner i'm your host real name is peter dunn no one knows that nicole i was named the bus did we talk about me being named the best money manager in indianapolis indiana i
2: heard about that yes. do
0: we talk about it on the show
2: I don't know. I feel like we we
0: alluded to it. I uh, I was named the best money manager in Indianapolis, Indiana. I have bad breaking news. Not a money manager. Do I manage people's money? Kind of. Theoretically. Their investments? No. Does it just prove that people don't know what money managers are? Yes. Yes. Are money managers who actually do that actually angry about this? Probably. (laughs) Let's move on. Next question is from a man named Jeff. Oh, there's so much going on, too. Um... Oh, my friend just sent me a text and told me she's pregnant. So, during the show, live, I'm not going to tell you who. Wow, that this has got real. I wonder if she's going to listen to the show when this comes out. Dear Pete, I'm ready to ask for your advice uh, and would happily go on your podcast whenever. You know what, Jeff? You're not coming on. I'm answering right now. You're welcome. I have an interest-only second mortgage, home equity line, uh, worth $280,000. Uh, when he says worth, it's... Uh, It sounds like that is uh, what the loan is, $280,000, that started at 3% interest and is now like 5.5% interest. Um, It's gone from $750 a month to $1,200 a month, and it's going to put me into foreclosure if I don't do something soon. On uh, February 15th, I'm hoping to get a uh, $15,000 to $30,000 bonus, and I'm actually looking for a new role that pays me more, aren't we all? Do you know I went on LinkedIn the other day, and I searched jobs for Pete the Planner, <laughs> and there were no openings for someone with my qualifications. Awkward. Plus, I have some, but we are hiring. We are. Uh, we are currently hiring, I think, five people. So if you want to come work for us, uh, you can do that. Plus, I have some uh, stock that I'm going to sell so I can buy uh, our next car or lease it, which will free up more monthly cash. Lastly, I don't really have any credit card debt, and I don't have any cash savings either. Do you say either or either? What do you say, Franklin? I say either. 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 I usually say either. Uh, My question is, does it make sense to throw the bonus and maybe some stock money at the principal of the second, or is there another route I should be looking at? My only uh, worry is that it takes so much money to throw the second mortgage to get it to decrease the monthly payment. Are there any other routes or routes? Do you say routes or routes? Routes. Any other routes uh, that make sense, or is... Throwing as much money as possible to second mortgage the best option. Personally, I don't have an extra $1,200 a month to pay this new interest-only loan, uh, so I either save my bonus and keep it in savings to pay the difference between what I can afford and the $1,200, or I throw the cash at the principal, hoping to make Q1 bonus to pay for whatever is left on that. Lastly, my base income is $152,000 American dollars. I usually make a quarterly bonus, but it's not guaranteed. Do you say guaranteed or guaranteed? I definitely say Anywhere guaranteed. Anywhere from $3,000 to $18,000. After all other expenses, excluding the second mortgage, I have like $750 left until I hit the Social Security max. Then I have about $1,050. Uh, man, this is intense. I've been able to exist in this house for the last few years because, embarrassingly, my dad gave my sister and I a bunch of money. I used th- uh, it thinking I could keep bonuses or get us through these terrible two-year bonus drought. Uh, now I'm getting bonuses again, and the second mortgage is rising quickly, and I'm drowning, and I don't know what to do. Your advice is greatly needed. He sent it. Some update. He sent it. Did you hear that? You hear no. me say that? Wait.
2: What? I
0: said I send it. I said he sent it. Oh. I meant to say he sent. He sent. Second mortgage, here's some updated numbers. It is interest-only, follows prime, just went up to 5.25%. Total principal is 258000 It's a 10-year loan. Forced mortgage is $400,000 with an interest rate of 3.65%. Income after taxes is normally $9,200 a month. Income after taxes, after he hits Social Security, is $10,000 a month. All right, Frank, there's a lot going on. Give a lot it, right? going on. I almost wish we would have had him on the podcast. I know. Do you think we should put him on the podcast? I feel like we should put him on the podcast. I
2: know. I kind of want to have him on now. I because I
0: think he needs a talking to. He
2: does. All right. So here's
0: here's. I mean, this has happened. We're making decisions in the moment, right here, live on the air.
2: Welcome to a little peek at our world.
0: Are you (laughs) suggesting that I'm I make impulsive decisions? (laughs) No. I make nimble decisions. We're nimble, like a cat. Our business is like a like a domesticated athletic cat.
2: Like a puma.
0: Like a puma. Listen, <laughs> oh here's what we're going to do. I'm gonna tell Jeff what to do, and then we're gonna have him on the podcast. Cool. Let's okay. Do. I'll email him. Um, here's the issue. There's one thing that stood out to me in in what I just read that that freaks me out. Well, there's a few things that freak me out. I'm not mad at Jeff. Jeff, you just need some help. That's why he emailed me. So don't feel judged. This is this is why we're together. Why is a new car or lease involved in this? What so doesn't it seem like this is the bad time to change out a car?
2: Yes, it does not feel like the right. No, I'm there's sure. never a yeah. good time. But I'm
0: sure there's circumstances. This situation reminds me of one of my first financial planning clients when... uh, God, this is going to get really deep. So if you don't like weird stories, just turn it off. Uh, At one point, I was Peter Dunn. That was my name when I was a financial advisor. Then I decided to start helping people with their financial behaviors and doing weird stuff. And then that's where the Pete the Planner thing started happening. This is when I became Pete the Planner. This was one of my first clients. This is their exact situation. They used to get these bonuses that just bailed them out or did this, or they'd buy a car with the bonus, but it never actually moved them forward because what would happen over the course of the next three months is that we dig a hole again and then would bail them out. And, and Jeff himself, the emailer said, he's sick of this, like getting the hole, you know, climb out of the hole, get in the hole, climb out of the hole. And, and so it's got to stop. So major changes have to take place. I, I, I want to know more about how you get a $280,000 home equity loan. It Was it because he was uh, refurbishing a house or what do they call it? Renovating? Is that what the kids call it? Yep,
2: that's what the kids call Renovating it.
0: Renovating a house. I don't know if they paid off a bunch of credit card debt, but I can definitely see some weird decisions going on, especially there's no cash savings. They've got some stock. We are going to have Jeff on the show, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> like Hopefully he's not angry now, but I, I can fix this. I can fix it. Look, it's like one of those puzzles where you dump the puzzle out on the table and you look at it at first and you're like, all oh, the pieces look the same, but I'm like a puzzle savant. I can fix this one. A
2: puzzle savant?
0: I really can, Nicole. I can. Great.
2: That's my favorite thing you've said today.
0: You know, here's the part that also bothers me about this, and I get it because i felt this way in my life before. This man makes $152,000 as his base salary And then gets another tens of thousands of dollars uh, a bonus right yeah three to eighteen thousand dollars per quarter the solution is not more money no the solution is better decisions and that that, man that seems like a hallmark card that no one would purchase for four dollars and 57 cents why are cards so expensive nicole
2: Right? Like, I bought a card for my mom a couple weeks ago, and it was almost six bucks. Six dollars? You like yes. your mom that much? I do like her that much. She's a great lady.
0: <sighs> that Cards are expensive. We're not going to get the Hallmark account, are we? No. Mm.
2: It's okay. We won't get the Cooler account. All right, so
0: here's what's going to happen. We're going to have Jeff on the podcast, and you're thinking, oh, well, I'm listening to the radio show right now on the radio somewhere. Uh, you're not going to hear Jeff unless you subscribe to the podcast. Nicole, tell him how.
2: Go to PizzaPlanner.com slash podcast.
0: Or or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to iTunes. What's the one that people... Overcast? Is that the one that people use because they can't stand iTunes podcast app?
2: I'm not familiar. I just stick with iTunes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm not proud of that, but...
0: Started in... Oh, a listener submission. Uh, I I recommended Dirty John as a podcast people should listen to on the show. Remember? It was about six months ago, maybe? Yeah. And then a listener emailed me this week and they said, I liked that, and now I'm going to give you one. And it's called Dr. Death by the same people who did Dirty John. Have you?
2: No. Wow. Is it?
0: Wow. It's about a neurosurgeon in Texas in the like 2012 time frame who just like started like what? <gasps> doing weird stuff no. to people during surgery. So uh-huh. uh, it's horrific. You should listen to it. It's called Dr. Death. Let's move on. All right, coming up after the break, Another financial question, and we're going to get Jeff on the podcast. I'm Pete the Planner, and this that you're listening to, this is my show. Hi, I'm internet podcaster Peter Dunn. You may know me as Pete the Planner. You hear me on the radio and on your podcasting device, but did you know you can also see me on YouTube? That's right. We have a YouTube channel, and we call it PeteThePlanner.com. TV. We ask you to subscribe so you can catch great shows like Pete's Eats and this here podcast with drawings. But the drawings are made with a video camera. Subscribe today. Back on the Pizza Planner Show. Dealing with your money questions. Uh, bumper music. Uh, I hope my EP at the radio station puts just something smooth over this one. Ah, back on the Pete the Planner show, answering your money questions here. I never was a jock, you know, like a, a, a you know like a record spinner, Nicole. I, I've always just done talk radio, but I, I enjoy hitting the post, you know, where, where it, like um, when you, uh, there's a song and there's like the, the run up, the intro before the words kick in. It's uh-huh. called hitting the Post. Ooh. And so it's, you know, like the songs, you time it up and you're like, oh, it's uh, 465's back up on the west side, but uh, this is a little ditty by Phil Collins coming right in your ear hole. And then, there's a, and then it starts singing. That's I called hitting the Post. Uh, dear Pete, what is your advice on how to best set up a savings account with the best interest that can be liquidated with a few days, I have five thousand American dollars that I'd like to put somewhere other than a regular savings account, but be able to get to it easily if need be. I like the phrase if need be,
2: if need be.
0: I do. I like it a lot. I feel like I've written that I've had some fire columns recently, if I may say so.
2: You have, especially with the squirrels,
0: and not by fire as in like uh, financial independence, retire early uh but like <laughs> That's just, really just No, I don't mind fire. Actually, Susie Orman apparently just like went off on the fire community this past oh, week. God. I mean, I look, I don't why would that make you angry? I'm not trying to get into a beef with Susie Orman. But, like, why would she care? If people right. want to retire early, why why do you care? It
2: makes me so funny how just riled up people get about things that have nothing to do with them.
0: But let me tell you what it is to be a media personality, though. And this is coming from uh, the best money manager in Indianapolis. Ward. Here's the thing about being a media uh, personality. You have to say outlandish, extreme things for people to pay attention to you. Right. Like, one. Okay, so what I'm about to say is probably going to lose us some some... Some love but I don't care. One of the fairest uh, political broadcasters in terms of that really looks at both sides is a guy named Michael Smirconish. Do you, have, do you know the name? No. It's not surprising because he's not crazy.
2: Because he's not crazy.
0: Like he's just a he. He's just look, a dude. Sometimes I agree with him. Sometimes I don't. He gets angry at both sides. He's just like a he's just like just a balanced broadcaster. He's a talented guy. But he doesn't scream and accuse people of crazy things and and start conflict. That's the world of broadcasting, unfortunately. But
2: that doesn't resonate well with people these days.
0: No, it really doesn't. Continuing on, if need be. Uh, So is there such an account, besides the high interest accounts or CDs that offer a 1.9 to 1.85% rate? Thanks so much. All right, so I talked to Chad Force who's our resident banking expert here at the Pete the Planner World headquarters. Yeah. We have all sorts of experts through these halls, through these hallowed walls of what's, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's drywall made out of? Gypsum. These hallowed walls of gypsum. I think it's gypsum. Um, I talked to our banking expert here about this question, and I just was trying to verify if he feels the way I feel. Here, here's my feeling, uh, Christina, thank you for your question. By the way, Christina, if you're listening to this, um, I'm not going to read your email address on, on the air, but that's an amazing email address. Like, it's a really clever one. So c- kudos to you. Uh, here's the thing. I, this is going to be taken the wrong way. It just doesn't matter. At, at $5,000, it doesn't particularly matter unless $40 over the course of one year is a giant thing. Now, would you rather have $40 more or $40 less? Of course you'd rather have $40 more, but is it with the the rigmarole of doing all that? So here's what I did, did a little internet research for you. Um, First Internet Bank, which is actually uh, headquartered in Fishers, Indiana, but the (gasps) whole point of uh, First Internet Bank is that it's a bank primarily accessed on the internet. David uh, Becker. Becker. Oh okay. Yep. So anyway, they have Money Market accounts there that you can open as little as $100. Their annual uh, percentage yield or their interest rate is 1.8% if you have less than $250,000 in there. But there's a monthly maintenance fee of $5 a month, which is $60 a year, if you have less than 4,000 bucks in there, okay? So, here's the deal. Uh Christina, if you put $5,000 in this account that has 1.8% interest, that is $90 worth of interest you would earn a year. However, if you take money out, if you take withdrawals out because you need to, and you get below $4,000, then all of a sudden you're going to be charged $5 a month, and then it defeats the whole purpose because then you're paying $60 a year to get what was 90% interest. Because if you get down to $4,000, you're talking about, well, I'm going to have to do the math here. What is $4,000 times 1.8%? It's 72 they you'll have $72. You'll pay $60 in fees. It'll be 12%, 12, $12 of interest. You like how I'm using the multimedia today?
2: Yes, I do. I heard you do that before we started recording.
0: Yeah. Do you ever wonder why I do that?
2: Wait, actually, yeah. You wonder why? Kind of. Why? 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 I set why? myself up for that. Why? So
0: do you know what I mean with banking? I think people get cute with uh, savings accounts all the time. They they really do. And it sort of drives me bonkers. The point of having your only five thousand dollars, and I say that respectfully, the point of having a savings account is not to grow wealth, it's to have your back, to have it readily available if something goes wrong. Not too readily available.
2: But readily available.
0: Yeah, like if in and I don't know, I'm not gonna even pretend to know. First internet banks withdrawal uh policies and actually let's act like i know uh you can make six transactions per month out of it if that's not a savings account by the way if you're making more than six transactions a month uh there and you can get an atm card so that's good you just take the money out when you need it but i don't know i mean that answers your question christina 1.8 percent at first internet bank i'm sure there's some other online banks that, that do the same thing with similar rates I would just say, is it worth a few tens of dollars uh, to more? If it is, cool. And that doesn't make me callous for acting like 40 bucks isn't a big deal. Um, does that make sense, Nicole? It does. I don't, I mean, look, I, I, have, I have an emergency fund, which is three times my, my monthly, inco- uh, monthly expenses, I should say, not my monthly income. It is in a savings account at my normal bank, and I don't care. Same. I just don't care. Now, some people are like, what a waste cool cool we all have different things we weigh stuff on i just want to have it (laughs) lickety split now some people like to bank at credit unions bank at credit unions deposit and whatever at credit unions because credit unions have some pretty interesting high interest checking and savings accounts deals uh like crazy ones like 4% Four percent on your first ten thousand—some crazy stuff like that. So you, you always got to just know what's in the market. Uh, Christina, check your local credit unions, see what sort of weird, wacky deals they have. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't get cute on that stuff. The the thing is, you also like people used to do is they'd get like a six month CD. And this is when CD rates were paying a lot higher. Let's say in the late nineties or in that time frame, and you could get you know four or five percent, which is absurd right of course interest rates were three times higher than what they are now two times higher maybe it's more appropriate uh but that's just the nature of banking uh you cannot get higher uh, interest rates on your money because that's not what the interest rate environment uh allows right now Nah. Here's what we're gonna do, Frank. Uh, we're gonna come back after the break, which uh, break, which was, I believe to be one of the best bloms, biggest waste of money of the weeks we've had in quite some time.
2: Oh, it's so exciting! It
0: is really good. I, I, it is a monumental waste of money. Did I ever tell you of why we started doing biggest waste of money of the week? No. I don't think I've told the origin story of this. This was probably nine years ago on my very first radio show. I saw a service out of Chicago, just randomly on the internet, that didn't walk your dog. Like it didn't show up at your apartment. There wasn't a dog walking service. It was a service that ran your dog. So it it was runners that would take your dog on a run. And it was crazy expensive that these people would just run with your dog because you weren't gonna run with your dog. And I'm like, why would someone have a dog a running dog you're not gonna that they cared like it that it ran and they themselves weren't going to run It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah, and that's, that's why lot. we have Bomb. but coming up after the break in five seconds before we hit break you'll hear it that's next on the pizza planner show and I'm that fella
1: Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale, force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm.
0: This, this week's biggest waste of money of the week. It's a it's a feature on the show. Can I t- um I Nicole, I got tell you some stuff here. Um I did this radio, uh what do you call it? A media tour thing for a company. Uh, but I got to be on other people's radio shows last week, is basically what I'm saying. Uh, just around the country, like just good, old-fashioned talk radio yeah. interviewing about something. And I haven't done that in a while. I mean, I'm on people's radio shows from time to time, but I haven't done one of those media tours in a while. I really appreciate the art of talk radio. People have been doing it for like decades. That It's just like their place where their listeners gather. Mm-hmm. They just spend time together. And maybe I didn't feel that way when I first got in the business years ago, but I do now, it's just such a special, a special thing for someone that's been in it for decades, like those guys, to just welcome you into the world. Now, I I, I know it's, they're filling time, right? (laughs) They have me on because they gotta fill the show. But I just really appreciate it because the art of that is just beautiful.
2: And not everyone that they have on their show appreciates and says what you just said about being on the show.
0: Well, I don't know if you can really appreciate it unless you're a host yourself. And uh, so anyway, thanks to those guys. Um, Good dudes. Whatever. Um, Do you want a kid's biggest waste of money of the week first, or do you want like an adult one first?
2: uh, Give me a kid one. All right.
0: Here we go. Uh, biggest Waste of Money of the Week. You can submit your entry at askpete at com. What do you think of the biggest waste of money of a consumer purchases or uh, at Pete the Planner on Twitter? The Toylander 1 kids' electric car, beginning as real-life toys in 1987, Toylander has been making faithful, scaled-down electric recreations of classic trucks and cars. Toylander's Toylander 1 is an incredibly detailed, kid-size electric car based on the iconic Land Rover series one the ready-made version comes ready to go with two batteries and two electric motors good for a top speed of five mph. the attention to detail doesn't stop with the exterior you also get foot and hand brakes a horn opening hood and tailgate rear air filled tires and a folding windshield for the more do uh, for the more do-it-yourselfer inclined, uh, Toylander sells the manual with all the plans to build your own, along with a full kit, bodywork, and parts depending on your skill level. So this looks like the classic safari vehicle, right? That's that's what it looks like, the classic uh, Land Rover with a tire on the hood. You know?
2: Yes. Oh <laughs> yes.
0: So you know a power. Every kid wants a Power Wheels, right? You, did you ever have one?
2: i did not did your brother no
0: see we didn't have one either but i used to go to my friend kelly's house really like, her parents would watch me or something when my parent i don't know when my parents were at a disco i don't know what was happening um and their neighbor had one and i used to ride it dirty i loved it riding it dirty and in you know i would run the juice out of that and then like when we had kids not you and i nicole my wife and i yes um Ted got, uh, like, this Power Wheels motorcycle thing, which was amazing. I wanted to ride it, but I, I was around 200 pounds, and it would break it. Um, anyway, this thing is $5,400. Who would buy their kid a $5,400 Power Wheel that is so well crafted that the kid would destroy it on the first use. My kids break whatever they're touching the first time they touch it. And then every touch after that is a less satisfying touch because the full utility of the item is no longer intact. No
2: longer intact.
0: They break everything the first time they touch it. Ted and I went to like an arcade a couple weeks ago and I'm, I'm the master of the claw game. I put a quarter and I will grab things with a metal hand. <laughs> and I won him a drone. What? I a pulled drone? a drone out of a claw game. I'm not kidding. It was a micro drone. It was smaller than your phone. It's about the size of my wallet, okay? Okay. And so we go home and I'm, you know, I'm flying the drone and Ted's like, can I toy? And I was like, yeah, man, you can try. And, he, and he, he picks it up, <laughs> oh, jacks the joystick north. Just flies into in the ceiling and snaps off a propeller. First time. <laughs> That's what kids do. Why are you going to buy a $5,400 mock Land Rover from 1987? Like, what is the point of that?
2: I have so many questions.
0: Ask them. This is the time. We're not going to talk about this at lunch. Just why? Right. That's... Who was like, this is a need? What was need? that question?
2: Why? 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 Why?
0: You asked for I'm it.
2: At half
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna quit? Why'd you quit your job? Well, uh, listen to episode 295. What oh. episode are we on?
2: We are on. This will be episode 276.
0: Oh, we, okay. So 276 of the podcast. This is okay. So this is our tenth year in radio, and I, I realized this week. Uh, next week, I'm writing my 300th newspaper column.
2: What? Yeah, that's no, a long time. don't. I said what, and I was ready. Why?
0: No. Okay, the next biggest waste of money of the week here on the Pete the Planner show. For those thinking, what is this show? We ask ourselves that all the time. Uh, The Mile Long Shot Adventure. Some of the best sharpshooters to ever live have never hit a half mile shot. Now you have a chance to hit the target from a full mile away with Jackson Hole Shooting Experience's Nomad Rifleman Experience. Working with world-class long-range shooters, the class has a 98% success rate and takes place on a ranch near Jackson, Wyoming. It takes a full day, during which you'll spend time at the sheltered shooting platform, moving from smaller caliber guns and closer targets out and up to your ultimate goal. At a sea level of over 7,000 feet, which, by the way, I would get altitude sickness. The air has less effect on the bullet than at lower elevations, making it that much easier to join a one mile club, which is different than the Mile High Club, it turns out, that includes well under 10,000 members. Should you succeed, you'll get a proof of hit commemor- commemorating your achievement. Nicole, one day shooting a target a mile away will cost you over $7,400. <gasps> Why? What? 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 No. Why? 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 Why?
2: Why,
0: Why would Why? you do that? Okay, look, let's, let's, <gasps> let's just, I'm not anti-gun. I own firearms. I have no problem with firearms. I'm not like, no, hey, I've got right. the Second Amendment tattooed on my shoulder blade. Don't care really about that. I've got guns, and I, don't, and, and I don't talk about them other than right now for some reason. But that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Oh, This is an all-timer on this show. That's one of the dumbest things. $7,000 so you can say you shot something from a mile away.
2: I could do so much with that $7,000.
0: You know, a good friend of the show, Paul Ashley, and I uh, were at youth soccer last night. It was really random. I, I, he's a, a managing director, first person. He's on the show a lot. Uh, I saw him coaching. I was there to pick up my daughter. So I took a picture of him from behind. He didn't know I was there. And then I just texted him a picture of his back. Yeah. And he looked down on his phone and he realized that someone had just f- shot a photo of him from behind. Anyway, he and I started talking about, I don't know why it came up. If you had $150,000, Brewster Million style, and that you had to spend, you had to spend $150,000 on one item. Can't save it. Yeah. Nicole, what are you spending $150,000 on? On one
2: item.
0: One item. One experience. What? What is it? What are you doing?
2: <sighs> Traveling.
0: Yeah, I think that's my answer. He said it's some car that I don't know. I was no. like, why would you do that? I mean, couldn't you arguably, if you've got the right house, do $150,000 remodel? Yeah. You know.
2: Absolutely. But yeah, no, I definitely would travel. Just like do anything and everything like the most outrageous. You know some like... of those
0: crazy trips that we have on here? There's like travel around the world. You do one of those.
2: Yeah. It's what? like especially if you've just got like $150,000, you have to spend. Yeah. Like but, that's what I would do. By the
0: way, this will never happen.
2: Right. No. But see, and that's like one of those. If you get the car, something like that, then you've got to maintain it. And... It's a
0: depreciating asset. Yep. No. I'm an experienced guy.
2: No. Yeah, same.
0: That's all we've got time for this week on the show. If you want to... Be part of this train wreck. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. If you want to work on this, we're hiring uh, financial coaches. So uh, go to PeteThePlanner.com to learn more. I think there's stuff there. No one knows. Just search PeteThePlannerjobs. jobs. Uh I'm sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. This is the Pete The Planner Show, and I'm the guy they call the host of the show. This is for information purposes only. Not the planning the flights. Consult a the visa.
1: Magnificence in an instance I can make it dance, cry or love, fly as a dove, release from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET Word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh. In homage to the little little star I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound that travel to my other world out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home